Boss Uncaged is a weekly podcast that releases the origin stories of business owners and entrepreneurs as they become uncaged trailblazers. In each episode, our hosts, S.A. Grant and guests construct narrative accounts of their collective business journeys and growth strategies. Learn key success habits and how to stay motivated through failure, all while developing a boss uncaged mindset. Break out of your cage and welcome our host, S.A. Grant. Welcome, welcome back to Boss and Cage Podcast. On today's show, I have a fellow, how should I say it, uh, a re- soon to be a recipient of a war record holder, maybe? I mean, that, that, that's what we're working on right here. So I had opportunity to meet Rich at PodFest Global, and we're actually working on our stuff right now. He gave his speech last week, my speech is this week. So, I mean, we kind of gotten to know each other over the, over the past month or so. So without further ado, Rich, man, tell our audience a little bit more about yourself. Hey, brother, what's going on? Thank you so much for uh, inviting me on the podcast. Um, you know, we had a chance to connect uh, through the PodFest uh, fan page on Facebook, and then we did the Clubhouse thing together. Um, like you, you know, I'm a coach, I'm an author, speaker, podcaster, live streamer, and uh, just doing what I can to make a difference out in the world, you know? Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's funny that you said it. I mean, like he, he's being modest. Like if you guys think I post a lot, this guy probably posts three, three times more times than I do per day. Right. I post about 100. He posts about 300. So like just just if you could define yourself in three to five words, what three to five words would you choose for yourself? Uh, I would I would go with my motto, my personal motto, which is lead by example through excellence. It's what I try and do with everything in life. Uh, lead by example through excellence. Nice. Nice. So let's just dive into that. I mean, like you were saying, I mean, you're, you're multiple different things. So like, what is your business? I mean, and, and kind of just defining it because obviously there's marketers, there's coaches, and you're kind of a combination of both things, I would think. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I'm a communication strategist. So I do a lot of coaching, a lot of training, helping uh, entrepreneurs and coaches and people with a message, helping them to craft that message and deliver it to their audience, whether we're talking blogging, uh, vlogging, podcasting, or just, you know, getting out in front of that audience in real life and just sharing that message and connecting with the people that need to hear it. So, I mean, I would think that's because I'm in a parallel space. And for me, it's very fulfilling. Is it very fulfilling for you to be in that space to help other entrepreneurs move forward in their progress? Absolutely. I mean, I I love empowering people. I love helping people to find it within themselves and sharing their gifts with the world. So it's it's a great opportunity to, you know, give them the tools they need to get that message out there and be heard. Hmm, hmm. So let's just this time travel a little bit. Just go to a parallel universe. Just maybe go back 20, 15 years. Like, how did you get on this journey? Like, when did it start? I mean, I. And, I, and I've said this multiple times, like I've always been someone who was helping other people, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, I, and I mean, professionally speaking, I would say it was within the last like 10 years or so. But if I really give an honest answer, I mean, I've always been helping people. I was a, a Boy Scout, I'm an Eagle Scout, you know, and, and always being out in the community, doing good deeds, helping other people. And I think it just grew, you know, it, it's, it's doing little stuff when you're a little kid. It's doing bigger stuff when you're a teenager. It's doing more community stuff when you're in college and you're like, oh crap, like I can do this in real life, you know, I don't, and, and, and so I, I look at it like just building, 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 and just doing bigger things as I get 
older. Nice, nice. So, I mean, where, where are you from originally? Uh, I mean, I was born in New York City, um, okay. but I uh, grew up in the Poconos, um, which is uh, two hours away from New York City. It's a lot of woods and stuff like that, uh, Pennsylvania. Um, so, I mean, I, you know, grew up in the woods, but, you know, just that's that, man. <laughs> Yeah, it's funny that you brought that up. I mean, when it's, 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 I always say it's like a New York chemistry because I grew up in Brooklyn. So, okay. and, and then during, during school years, you used to have trips to the Pocono Mountains all the time. So, I, so it's kind of funny. This is the first time I even realized you're from New York. So the commonalities are already there. It's kind of like the magnetic New York polarities that happened, right? So in your business, right? So you kind of were saying you were Boy Scout. You kind of always been kind of being able to help people. Mm-hmm. But when in your career did that, helping people turn into going more into the digital content, digital space, digital marketing aspect. Hmm. Um, so I went to school for psychology. So right out of college, I was doing marketing, but then I also was a, a therapist. Um, and it was after, and I'll be honest, it was after an emotional breakdown because, you know, it was one of those moments where I'm like, you know, what that, you know, and, uh, I'm not going to say it on, on, uh, on the interview, but I really, you know, I had that emotional breakdown. Like, what am I doing with, with my life? Um, and then a friend of mine, actually, she and I spoke and she recommended that I go through these, you know, uh, personal development trainings and just doing a lot of soul searching and bettering myself. Um, so that was when I kind of like transitioned into where I am now. Hmm. Hmm. That's a pretty, pretty interesting like, well, it makes sense. I mean, jumping from more of the psych, the psyche side to marketing and marketing is hundred percent based upon psyche. So, I mean, mm-hmm. you were, you were building up the dominoes, right? So in this journey to, to currently where you are, right? We, there's always pros and there's always cons and everybody always has their great stories of successes, but in the failures or in the worst case scenarios. So in your case, what's the worst thing that's happened to you on this journey? The worst thing... Mm-hmm. battling those inner demons man battling those inner demons of self-doubts and 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 here's something else is that um you know the the area that that i grew up in in northeastern pennsylvania in 2014 it was actually uh there was a, a university uh study that named it as the unhappiest region in america Okay, and that 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 was done by two major universities. It was the unhappiest region in America. So dealing with the the people that I dealt with growing up of a lot of limiting beliefs and you can't do this. You come from a small town, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like that was breaking out of those breaking the mold and just breaking through those barriers. That was tough, you know? That's pretty interesting. So you dealt with like a region of the world that was pretty highly i would correct me if i'm wrong and depressed to a certain extent absolutely yeah i mean when i read that when i read that study i i couldn't believe it but i was like no you know what i definitely believe that because i remember the people that i grew up with um yeah 2014 there you go so i guess part of that right like, how did you break out of it? I mean, being, you, you know, they always, you always hear the statement about being a product of your environment, right? Nature mm-hmm. versus nurture, or you're, you're a byproduct of your inner circle. But essentially, you're saying that you were surrounded in a, in a depressional state of region, mm-hmm. right? 
and you always wanting to help somebody. So it's kind of that's, that's like a push and pull. Like you're kind of fighting yourself. You're dealing with depression on one side, but you're dealing with helping people on the other side. Like how did that chemistry kind of evolve to where you are? So like for me, it it was a lot of soul searching and also like I need to remove all the toxicity in my life. And if I was hanging out with these people over here, doing these activities over here, I was like, well, you know, I can't have uh, the example I give is I was putting all this clean water. I was like, you know, purifying the inside, but it was, I was surrounding myself in a dirty glass. You know what I'm saying? Like with the social circles and you can have all that good water, that crystal clear water. If it's in a yucky glass, then what do you have? You know? So I just had to remove myself from those uh, social situations. I'm not going to do these activities anymore. I'm not going to hang out with these people anymore, but these people over here, this is a good positive influence. And these activities over here, good positive influence. So I'm going to spend my time over here not over here. And, you know, I, I broke some hearts and, and lost some friends and things like that. Uh, but that's what I encourage people to do. Like, hey, you know, what is it about you? Like, if and if that's something you want, if you want to live bigger, you may need to leave those situations. You may need to um, walk away from those relationships. Mm-hmm. Yeah, solid difference, solid, solid, solid insight. So get, getting back into your, like your business. So is your business, I mean, you have multiple levels to your business. You have coaching, which essentially is, is one spectrum and you probably mm-hmm. have additional services. You probably have workshops and all this other stuff. Like how mm-hmm. is your business structured? Is it an LLC, an S corp, a C corp? So I have an LLC with, uh, with the guy that I wrote the book with. I don't know if you can see it. Mm-hmm. It's right there. Um, so we have an LLC together. And then with my solo stuff, it's uh, a sole proprietorship. Gotcha. Gotcha. So in obviously, you know, in writing books, I think both of us, we, we've written books, we're both authors, and we're both in that space. And I'm finally diving into the space where I'm co-authoring one of my books with my wife. So okay. understanding that you co-authored a book before, right? Like, was that a difficult task kind of taking two separate minds and combining them into one system? It was an experience. Um, but it was, it was an enriching experience. Okay. Uh, so Lawrence, Lawrence Pipkin, the guy that I wrote the book with, like we have different backgrounds, but we really mesh well together. Like when we're, uh, when we're speaking, when we're doing seminars together, like we have that kind of relationship where a lot of times we like, we will finish each other's sentences. Like we're just thinking on the same, uh, wavelength when it came to writing, that was its own process. But once we really got into the flow of it, it was a lot easier. And there's a lot of times, and we've heard this before um, from people that have uh, read the book and that know us personally, that they couldn't uh, differentiate who was actually speaking. And that's the way we wanted to write the book. We wanted to have one, um, one voice. Now, the only times that you know who the actual author is, like who's speaking, is if it's a personal story, um, which we did put personal stories in the book. And we would always, um, at the bottom, we would uh, scribe it with either an RP or an LP. So you knew, hey, this is Rich's personal story. But for the rest of the book, when it's actual content, we wanted one voice. And we, we managed to do that by... Um, I wrote my stuff, he wrote his, and then we swapped back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then I would add to his and he would add to mine. So a lot of it just got, you know, fused together. 
uh, which we found to be very beneficial. Yeah, I mean, that's, that's a solid strategy about swapping the stories and then letting the other author read it and then add on. And it's kind of like artists, right? If you kind of think about like going back into the 70s and you have Basquiat and Basquiat would paint something and then you would have Andy Warhol come and, and they would mix and match until they came up with the masterpiece together. So mm -hmm. I think that's definitely a solid philosophy. So on your journey, right? I mean, obviously you've been on this journey for a period of time. You've, you've done a lot of different things on this path. We always perceive that someone's success is an overnight thing, that somebody may hear you talk today and then maybe the first time they're hearing you and they'll be like, where did this guy pop up from? He's like an overnight success. But in reality, it probably took 20 years. How mm -hmm. long have you been on your journey? I Honestly, like I would say since I was a kid, man, since like, uh, you know, I, I say that I got my start in college, you know, doing promotions and marketing and working for my college radio station. And it was like one thing that led to another that led to this job opportunity that led to this thing. Um, so I would definitely say like college, like getting, getting my feet wet in marketing and, um, working for the college radio station, putting myself out there and meeting people, learning how to like host events and, and which then it went from music events and cultural events to personal development seminars, but it's all the same thing. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, that's, that's pretty, pretty cool. So looking at this, this general journey that, you know, that maybe took 20 years, took 15 years. If you could time travel back and change one thing, what would it be and why? I would definitely teach myself better money management skills, uh, better money habits, especially in the high school, college years. Um, I mean, we were going out all the time, just wasting money. And I built a habit of that. And then when I got older, it was like, ah. so I, I wish I learned that skill when I was younger. Nice, nice. So you got a, a pretty savvy entrepreneurial mindset. Does that come from anyone, a predecessor in your family that had a, a business growing up? Like, where is your entrepreneurial hustle coming from? Being an early musician and promoter and learning, hey, if, if we don't, you know, get the, the, the fans in here to hear this musician, we're paying out of our, out of our own pockets. <laughs> so I, but no, I'm not, you know, uh, I don't have any business owners in the family. Okay. So. Now that you're obviously older, you're a little bit more successful, like how do you currently juggle your work life with your family life? So I'm single. I don't have uh, a wife or significant other. I don't have kids or anything like that. So it is a little bit easier for me. Mm -hmm. um, not to say that's not something that I don't want. You know what I'm mm -hmm. saying? It just hasn't happened yet. Um, so the juggling is pretty much just what does Richie want to do today and what's going to, you know, make Richie happy and successful and, you know, accomplishing the things that he wants. I don't have to check in with anybody. I don't have to put kids to bed or anything like that. So there's, there's not that aspect of juggling yet. That's pretty interesting. Cause like for me, obviously I'm married and I have kids. So my sense of definition of purpose is one part to help somebody, but the other part also to create a legacy. So mm -hmm. being that you come from the single side of things, uh, mm -hmm. you have one aspect of helping people. Do you have any additional purposes in addition to that? 
Yeah, I mean, I, I certainly want to leave a legacy and I would I would love to have a family. And, you know, I do a lot of community service. I'm active in uh, different groups within the community. So that's certainly, you know, outside of COVID I'm talking about, you know, that so that keeps me like out and doing things and fulfilling my, you know, sense of like really making a difference at different levels within the community professionally. Um, so, yeah. Yeah, it seems like I think because you're an Eagle Scout. And, you know, I was a, a assistant den leader for forever. And my son, he was a, a Cub Scout, didn't make it the Boy Scout, kind of gave it up. So I definitely, to say, to hear that you're an Eagle Scout, like most people don't understand w- what it takes to become an Eagle Scout. So, I mean, once you make it to that level, it's ingrained on you. I mean, you're not going to be able to to get rid of that spirit. And, and, and the amazing thing is, like, I've met people, like on LinkedIn, and or, you know, just at professional seminars and things like that, and you have that kinship with other Eagle Scouts because it's just like anything, you know, whether it's a fraternity thing or whatever, like you have that bond. You knew what you had to do to get that award. Um, you had to do that big service project. And how did you, uh, you know, you're only 16 years old doing this big project. And so it is that uh, bonding experience. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm... 39 and i still say i'm an eagle scout not i was an eagle scout i am an eagle you know yeah so yeah 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 i mean i I definitely i mean being that i i know what goes into it i mean anybody to your point anytime i hear that it's kind of like okay i know who i'm talking to (laughs) by default you know who you're talking to i mean just, just going through that passage so next question would be like you seem to be a pretty systematic guy right so mm-hmm. what, are, what are your morning habits, your morning routines look like? So um, do a little morning workout, uh, a little meditation. Uh, Got to have my coffee. Um, and I do listen to a lot of like audiobooks or podcasts. Um, right now, the audiobook that I've been listening to is uh, Words That Work, which mm-hmm. I read it, I listened to it. And now I'm listening to it again. And each time I'm, you know, still getting those nuggets. I mean, it's a phenomenal book. Um, and I've recommended it a bunch of times. I need to get my own affiliate link with uh, uh, Frank Lund so I can get start making some money off it. But it's, it's, a, it's a great book. That's what I'm reading right now or listening Ooh. to. But you know what I mean? Yeah. It's funny that you brought that up. It's, it's like that, that particular question, it was like every time people ask me about the podcast, it was like, well, how do I come up with my questions? It's like studying people right studying like their responses so that question is always the predecessor to my next question and the reason why i started the book club is that nine out of ten people are going to do what you just did they do x y and z in the morning and they listen to audiobooks or they or they read books so going a little bit deeper into that road about recommending books i mean you have your own book so obviously i want you to kind of pitch that book so we can kind of understand what that book's about and how that book can help someone and what mm-hmm. other books have helped you on your journey to get you to currently where you are Okay. Um, I don't know if you can see it and I got my headphones in, but uh, the one book that I wrote is called Bankroll Your Mind. And that's the one that I wrote with uh, Lawrence Pipkin. Um, It was a bestseller or it is a bestseller. Um, Bankroll Your Mind is our sexy way of saying reprogram your mind for success. There's a lot of uh, mindset uh, tips and hacks and strategies in there, a lot of personal development, a lot of leadership development, um, really helping you to reprogram what's going on in here for optimal performance. Um, back to your next question, which is what book can I recommend? Uh, that was the next question, right? Yep. Uh, how to win friends and influence people. <laughs> how to win friends and influence people, go and read it. You know what I'm saying? I mean, it's one of those books, I think everybody 
especially right now with the current state of what's going on. Go read this book, folks, and learn how to relate to people, learn how to communicate to people, learn how to treat each other as human beings. I mean, the book was written in what, like 39? And it's still as uh, in, uh, meaningful and um, relevant today as it was when Carnegie wrote it back in like 39. So how to win friends and influence people. Love it. Yeah. So funny that you brought that up because in the book club, in week three, that's the book of recommendation. Ah, nice. So, so, I mean, literally what you're saying is literally like some of the recaps that I talked about, like, you know, like the six core principles, like remembering someone's name. It's like a go- you have to remember someone's name, right? Be interested in what that person's talking about. Just don't bullshit them. Be interested in that conversation. It's just general principles that are kind of like common, but people don't really understand those six principles and use them on a day-to-day basis. Right. And, and, and yeah, like it's saying someone's name, like he says in, in the book, is the sweetest song to the person who hears it. Like you say someone's name, like, oh, he's talking about me. You know, he's talking to me. Uh, yep. Absolutely. Absolutely. Definitely. So that's pretty cool. So, I mean, what do you see yourself 20 years from now? Uh, hopefully with a family. No. But <laughs> <laughs> uh, I traveling the world, uh, making a difference, training people, working, um, you know, certainly have a few more books under my belt. Um, and, and obviously I, you know, would like to have that family life and stuff like that and, and just really enjoying and, um, you know, just making the most out of life. So let's talk about like, like your, your services for, for a minute, right? So, who is your ideal target audience and what service do you have for them? I really enjoy working with newer entrepreneurs, especially like service-based entrepreneurs, um, coaches, speakers, people that have a meaningful and impactful message that they want to share, but maybe necessarily don't know how, or maybe they're too timid, or maybe they don't have um, the tools. Uh, maybe the person doesn't know how to blog or how to, like you and I were talking about in the beginning, uh, sharing your message on social media, like, oh, I'm supposed to post, you know, at least once a day, not just once a week. Those things, those things matter. Um, so working with those people, uh, that really warms my heart to see the difference that they're making and, and being able to them make a difference and knowing that I had a hand in that. Yeah, I I definitely agree with you. Cause I mean, when you're working with that particular audience, the exponential room for growth and that equity to say someone's starting, maybe they're at like $50,000 annually, or maybe they're at $10,000 annually. And then over the next course of two to three years, you could see their growth tenfold, hundredfold, literally once they understand the principles that you're putting in front of them. So I take it that you have like a, like a online coaching or do you have um, like courses online as well? Yeah, both. Yep. Great. Great. So in your day to day, what software do you use that you would not be able to do what you do without? iPhone. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Old school and new school schedules. Um, I carry, uh, multiple books around with me schedules. Um, and then I also like load everything into my phone too, because you never know if you're not going to be next to, you know, your, uh, the, uh, the physical book, um, the physical schedule. 
Um, I love scheduling apps like Social Oom for like Twitter. I use like Hootsuite for um, LinkedIn and Facebook and Instagram. Um, yeah, and and again, iPhone. Hmm. iPhone is key. <laughs> so let's say I am 20 years old. I, I'm listening to this podcast. I've gotten inspired by you, motivated by you, and I want to continue my entrepreneurial journey. What words of wisdom would you give to me to help me continue to move forward? Use every situation, every situation as a learning experience. Transfer those skills into those new situations, new opportunities, and take clear, focused action towards achieving your goals. Uh, Yeah. Definitely insightful. So how can people find you online? I mean, obviously you're a big social media guy. Like what's your handles? What's your website? Uh, the website is richperry.com. So if you know my name, Rich Perry, just .com. Uh, social media, I couldn't secure Rich Perry. So it's Coach Rich Perry. Uh, so on across all social media platforms, it's Coach Rich Perry. And the website is just richperry.com. Nice, nice. So going into the bonus round, right? If you could be a superhero, who would it be and why? I'm going with the Flash because I really like he's just a, a good dude. You know what I'm saying? Like he he really just he's super smart. He loves the science. Um and he like he's got a moral compass and he's got a code that mm. he, it has to be the right. He has a lot of integrity. Yeah, I could definitely see that. And plus it doesn't hurt that he could travel in between multi dimensions as well. Doesn't right? help. Doesn't hurt. It <laughs> doesn't hurt at all. Um, so what, what is your most significant achievement to date? Outside of your being an Eagle Scout, right? I mean, oh, okay. All right. Then I, I that's, I really, like, I'm, you know, an adult and I still, I, I credit the fact that being an Eagle Scout and learning and also being a black belt, those two things, martial arts and Boy Scouts really made me the person that I am today. Uh, and I credit both of them with really instilling good habits, um, good character traits. If I can't say either of those, then I would say being a best-selling author. Nice. That's, I'm, nice. I'm, I'm, I'm proud of that because I know all the work that we put into writing that book. Yeah, definitely. So, I mean, you're a black belt in, in, in what style? Uh, Jiu-jitsu. Nice. Good old grappling. Good yeah. stuff. Another commonality, man. It was like me and my son, we used to take mixed martial arts for like the longest on and off. So I train in jujitsu and everything else under the sun. So definitely. Right cool. on. So going to, to my last bonus question. If okay. you could spend 24 hours with anyone, dead or alive, uninterrupted for those 24 hours, who would it be and why? This is going to be a non-business answer. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm a huge, huge, huge Star Wars nerd. I would yes. love to sit down with the man himself, George Lucas, and just and just speak mm. to him about like I mean, he created this 
fantastic world, this galaxy far and away, yeah. uh, you know, far, far away. Like, and, and it wasn't just like a movie, it was like a one shot deal or yeah, he made a couple movies. Like he made an entire universe. Uh, I would love to just sit down and chat with him about how he created it. And just like, I mean, he, the guy is still like inspiring, you know, Dave Filoni and, and all of them like now, you know, yeah. how many years later? Yeah, that's, I mean, that's, that's amazing to me. It is amazing. And the other thing about amazing about that is that he is still alive and well and probably attainable. You know, you could probably work through the ranks to get, get in front of him for at least an hour on a podcast. Right. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Sign me up for that one. I mean, you, you get him on your show. Just definitely let me know about that one for sure. Right, right. Yeah. So, I mean, this is the time in the podcast. I mean, like, I think you, you've given a lot of golden nuggets, a lot of in, Thank you. Some information that's not only informative, but is also kind of motivating in the sense to kind of see you've been on this journey since essentially you're being a kid. So it tells people that you don't have to start when you're 50. You can kind of find your way when you're younger and you just do a little bit every single day to get to that end result. So I definitely appreciate that. Um, So on this journey, on this podcast, did you have any questions that you want to ask me? And this is the time that I'll give you the microphone and the floor is yours. I do, actually. Um, As a a podcaster, Mm -hmm. what do you love most about being able to sit down and interview people and hear their stories? Like, what, what is it about it that attracted you to podcasting and just being on the receiving end of hearing people's stories. I mean, I would love to know. Yeah. Yeah. So me, it's it's multifaceted in the sense that, you know, like you have a Rolodex of people that are all business people in the circles. So I kind of know some of their stories, but when I interview them, I get more pieces of it. And we, we can kind of recap things and commonalities of our past together in business. And then I have someone like you that I've just recently met and then I find out that you're from New York. I find out that you martial arts. I find out that you love Star Wars. And we have these commonalities, but we found each other through podcasting. So it gives me an opportunity to magnify my, my, my Rolodex, but also magnify my education in life. Like I'm learning things just by hearing you speak. And, it, and I'm like eager every single day. I'm like, do I have at least one podcast I need to record today? If I don't, I feel kind of down. I'm like, damn, I didn't get to talk to someone new today. I didn't get to talk to someone old today. I didn't get to, to help somebody motivate somebody else or inspire somebody else. So that's like my routine. Every single day, I want to speak to somebody to help somebody else and also helping myself by learning something new about somebody. That's awesome. Thank you. I appreciate that. Cool. Well, I, I definitely appreciate your time. I mean, I think that you definitely like developed a situation on this podcast that again, going back to, I want people to really think about what you said and rewind and listen to it again. You could start at a young age. It doesn't mean that you need to be successful right away. You just have to kind of build up and keep growing and moving forward. So I think you definitely delivered that message. And again, I appreciate you coming on the show today. Brother, I appreciate you inviting me. So thank you so much. Great. Essay Grant over and out. Thanks for tuning in to another episode of Boss Uncaged. I hope you got some helpful insight and clarity to the diverse approach on your journey to becoming an Uncaged Trailblazer. Don't forget to subscribe, rate, review, and share the podcast. If this podcast has helped you or you have any additional questions, reach out and let me know. Email me at ask at sagrant.com or drop me your thoughts via a call or text at 762 233-BOSS. That's 762-233-2677. I would love to hear from you.
Remember, to become a boss in cage, you have to release your inner beast. S.A. Grant, signing off. Listeners of Boss on Cage are invited to download a free copy of our host, S.A. Grant's insightful ebook, Become an Uncaged Trailblazer. Learn how to release your primal success in 15 minutes a day. Download now at www.bossuncaged.com forward slash free book.